Hello, everybody. We are Ken and Lisa Henderson. We'd like to welcome you to the Faith Works Podcast, and thank you for tuning in. We are going to be looking into the lives of ordinary people, and we'll be examining how faith in God is working in their lives and how it will work in yours. We are very excited to bring you testimonies, release prophetic words, and examine Scripture, which will cause your faith in Jesus Christ to grow. Thanks again for joining our conversation. Welcome to the Faith Works Podcast. Hey, and welcome to our podcast. Lisa and I are honored to have Pastor Stovall Weems with us today. Stovall and his wife, Carrie, founded Celebration Church in 1998 in Jacksonville, Florida. Since then, Celebration has grown to include local, regional, and international church locations. Stovall is an author, and he's written several different books. Stovall is the author of Awakening, A New Approach to Faith, Fasting and Spiritual Freedom, and The God First Life. In 2018, he experienced a powerful supernatural encounter with the Lord that has changed his ministry forever, and he's here to share with us about that today. We are being joined again today by Stovall Weems. He's the pastor of a church in Jacksonville, Florida, Celebration Church. And we're discussing his encounter with the Holy Spirit that took place on Passover two years ago. You'll notice that he struggles to talk about different aspects of this throughout the um, process. And we just chose to leave it in because we wanted you to know the emotional side of this is so impacting that it has affected everything, including his speech. So we wanted you to get the full effect of what is going on when he's struggling for words. So we want you to sit back and enjoy and, and relax. We actually had an interview that took about two and a half hours, so we expect that we will have a couple of more of these podcasts with him. So we're going to be picking up in the middle of the interview, and if you didn't get a chance to hear last week's podcast, you might want to go back and review it, and we're going to be picking up on this encounter that he had where he went into Mount Zion, and he's going to be talking about how that relates to us and picking up, speaking about Hebrews chapter 12 and how it relates to the encounter that he had. We want to welcome you to the Faith Works Podcast. Yeah, it's great to be with you, Ken and Lisa, and I just want to thank everyone for having me. Wow. I could walk you through Hebrews chapter 12, and where we are today, I could start in verse 1, and I could walk you all the way to the end of the chapter with the shakings, and, and where it says in that Hebrews 12, where it talks about, but you have come to the heavenly Zion to a feastal gathering. So it's talking about, it's either going to be, you know, one of those feasts. It's either, it's either going to be Passover or, you know, right. to, so it says it's a feastal gather, gathering. Every specific thing in that chapter, I could talk on and on and on about. That's where I believe with all my heart, I was or some type of dimension of that with the Lord. So the Lord was, he was leading this Passover service. He never looked at me. He's still, he's looking straight out into the congregation. Okay, so you're back now in your congregation. You're back aware that you're in your congregation at this point. No, 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 no. No, 
it, it's it's I'm I'm in that heavenly dimension with the Lord. Okay. So I'll I'll kind of describe it. So so remember when I'm describing these things, when you're next to the Lord, I'll get into this. Like like the rudest thing I could have possibly done. I'll, I'll talk about this kingdom protocol I felt. Yeah. Like when you're when you're with the Lord like that, in at least in this environment, you would never like, hey, what's going? Like you, you would never. Uh, he is so overwhelming. The person of Jesus is so amazingly is present. It's he is everything, and so. You do, you don't get a lot of details of everything else if I could if I could say it that way. But you but you do get you do get you know some of those things. And so he was he was in he was ministering what you know the the Passover service in the heavenlies and and just to kind of summarize where, where I felt and what detail I could uh, process. Some things I saw that I don't think it's, it's profitable for me to say, I, I, because I, I, I wouldn't know how to express it. I wouldn't know how to express it. I, I wouldn't. So, so there's, there's some things I'm just going to leave me, you know? Well, it did, um, it, Paul said, and when he had an encounter, I was in whether I was in the the third heavens or in in um, I, I messed in the scripture. What does that scripture say? Yeah, it? yeah, where he was. Uh, like yeah, if he was, was in the third heaven or here, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I was having a. I think it messed him up too. I'm not sure exactly what was happening. I can't describe it. Yeah, yeah, and you, you know, it's just like if you think about this, we all have experiences in in life with our family, right? Yeah. Some of them are very important to share. Some of them, it's not that you, you, you wouldn't, you're, you're like, I, I just don't know if that would be appropriate. Maybe another, another time. I know yeah. what this is, what is, is very important to share right now. And so the Lord was, he was leading this. It was a heavenly congregation. And when I looked out, I could see, so, so we're in a type of, court courtyard we're we're on a mountain but we're not all the way up on a mountain not like this huge vast colorado rockies it's a it's a it's like a, a it's like a garden mountain and we're on a courtyard type and the heavenly congregation what i now know the, the church of the firstborn right yeah. They they are there, what I would say, just to see kind of kind of going back. And then I could see our congregation mixed in. You gotta remember, man, this you're talking to your saved pagan Gentile here. That's what was so awesome about this encounter. Cause I would describe things and then these Hebrew scholars and stuff, they would be like, Oh, that's that's this. And I'd be like, Yes, but it's it's what I would call the 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 overlap. The heaven and earth intersection that is very real, that Jesus taught us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. And what I now know in these sacred times, these sacred times that the Lord has set, 
if we demonstrate loyalty and honor him appropriately, there's a powerful overlap. I'm not talking about this one that I, that I, I mean, hopefully people would have something like that, but I call it the, the overlap. And, you know, maybe we could talk about that. Yes. Uh, another uh, time, you know. Uh, we'd love to because I, this is deep and, and we love deep stuff like this. So after the encounter, you know, and so here, here's all of these Messianic Jews, these Hebrew scholars. In my mind, it's, it's Hebrew. It's, it's everything's in Hebrew. Like it is, it is the whole clue. That's why the book of Hebrews, I could walk us through the book of Hebrews. I'm telling you, the book of Hebrews is a prophetic book. The very name of it, the mystery about who really wrote it. Right. Uh, it is it is such a prophetic book for for where God's people are today. It would be like okay for the for that. Ne- I mean, I, I get it now, but I know when they're coming now. So for that next year, like all of a sudden, I would gosh, I would just start having um just really powerful God experiences, and I would just start preaching about dedication and I would see this or, or that. And then I, <laughs> I would go to Paul or somebody. I'm like, man, I've just man, I'm really sensing this, this dedication thing and da, 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 da. And Paul would, Paul would be like, well, you know, today is the feast of dedication. <laughs> and I'd be like, feast of dedication. What's that? You know? And then, <laughs> and then he did it. And so it was like this series of these, these uh, these things where I'd be like, man, I'm I'm and I'm describing something, and you know, he'd say like, well, you know, this is this date is actually the the Hebrew New Year, and well, you know, well, this is the the date where they celebrate Esther, and this is oh, you know, this is when it, it was just hilarious because it was like I was in this overlap when the overlap would happen, I would. I would sense, I would just, I didn't see, like I'm talking like my encounter with the Lord, I would just sense it. And so that was one of the things with the Sabbath, which is why we we honor the Lord on the Sabbath. I, of course, you can take a Sabbath anytime, but the Lord said, remember, the Sabbath, Sabbath. the Sabbath, and that I could call it the cosmic meal, the table is just a whole nother component that ties in to coming in agreement with Jesus prayer, John 17, that we may be one. You know, when a Jewish person or Messianic would ask me, you know, okay, what, what, why are you doing this, the Sabbath? Like, well, yeah, now see, it's, you know, it's right there in the 10 commandments, you know, like, I mean, why do we follow do not murder? And we don't do that one. Like, why are we, why do none of these we take to the live to the T and this one has no application. So, so if I keep my family or anyone around a table and do, do the Lord's table, do communion on, on Friday night, do, do a meal. Bam, man, the Holy, the Holy spirit would come. Wow. And like, I mean, like my son got off his medication. We had all of these miracles happen. And then, you know, I started sharing it with, with, you know, first staff and then leaders, and then they started doing it. Right, so they started, 
So yeah. I should be doing the, the, the Sabbath meal, or you're doing that on Friday nights as Sabbath is getting ready to start, right? Then miracles are starting to happen. Yeah, yeah. So we would have, I know I'm getting off. All this is so, I'm, I'm, this might need to be another conversation, but so what would happen is, what one thing that came out of the encounter was his family coming together at his table as, as one family and demonstrating loyalty to him that we are his people. And it's also a prophetic act that one day we plan on showing up to his table for the fourth cup. Yes. For the, for the marriage supper of the lamb. That's, I think that's what people forget sometimes is the prophetic act of what coming to the Lord's table is as far as family and friends. It's the prophetic act of, of coming into the fulfillment of Shabbat, which is eternal rest. Jesus says our Sabbath. When we, we have a fun family meal on Friday nights. Of course, we have grace. Some people work on Friday. You know, there's, there's all of those things, you know. I, I just think there's so many ways that you, can, that you can just honor the Lord of the Sabbath on the Sabbath. Couples, they've been in marriage counseling for five years. They start doing a, a Sabbath meal together. Boom. Marriage healed. What we couldn't do in five years, God did in one meal. So then we started realizing, well, what was going on? And then it was like, we would look, say, I'm taking this couple as an example. Well, they were super faithful. He, but we'd look, well, he's going to men's group. She's going to women's group. Kids are going to youth group. They're coming to church. But they're <laughs> not actually coming to the table together with the Lord. Wow. In the middle. And so that, that leads to a whole nother series of conversations. Is church activity actually competing with what God wants to do? Wow. Is our church buildings actually competing with the home instead of equipping and empowering the home, which is the first church? All the way back to the garden. As a result of the encounter on Passover, now you're you're uh, honoring Sabbath. You're having the Sabbath meal together. You're without planning it, actually. I, I would go back to the encounter. So so okay. we just that's what I'm saying. It's, it's big. <laughs> we we could talk for a couple of days. So so the Lord is is leading that service, right? The right. or that gathering that. That heavenly gathering. So let me, I'm there in my place. I, I'm, it's this garden mountain. And, and I'll, I'll get to more of this in a minute. But I, I would say this. I didn't, I didn't see them. But they, I sensed them. They were, they, they were, they were there. I would say the heavenly host. Mm -hmm. uh, council. Something. There, there was a council, remember, on this, this kind of mountain, this shorter, it's, it, this, this mountain, we're, we're not all the way up. And the reason that I know that we're not all the way up 
is because I sense this council, heavenly host, angels around us, and and then the the presence, whoever, whatever was up behind where I was, that presence, I knew, don't turn around. I just knew, don't, don't, don't turn around. And so I'm standing there next to Jesus. And, 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 and let me just talk about Jesus for a while. That'll, that'll help. Because that all this other stuff is just periphery, so we can talk about him, Jesus. I've always known Jesus as God, Lord, Master, and I am those things, servant, all of that. But next, when you're with Jesus, this is this is indescribable how this happens. He treats you as an equal. He, I'm not as equal, we're not as equals, but he, he treats you as an equal. That's the, he felt like a big brother. He felt like a brother. And so that's why I understand now, you know, it's the church of the firstborn. He's the first of many brothers. And there's scripture in Hebrews too, and, and, and all these things like that, but Standing next to Jesus, or in this, the the first thing is I would say it's, I'm going to talk about tensions. So it's, I couldn't have felt more loved. I couldn't have felt more accepted. I couldn't have felt more one. So watch, in processing all of this, I felt like in some ways I'd been here all along, like, like I belong here, like they're, they're acting, they're at like, I'm, I'm, it's a total oneness, a total family. Like Jesus never said anything to me with his mouth. It was all, everything was, was here. And, and, and I like to say, he showed me his covenant. Well, what does that mean? It's a good question. Uh, yeah, I can just try to kind of <laughs> yeah unpack that a little bit, please. Well, that that's that it's kind of what we're 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 doing, but it's it takes some more takes a lot of language and putting parts together, and so so I couldn't have been more loved. I could have been more accepted. I, it was a, a oneness, yet at the same time, the the not bad fear, the fear, the the terror. I know, I know how that sounds in um, our human minds, but I, I would say the scripture. You know where Paul says, "Knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade, persuade." Yeah. Amen. Um, I'm con. I know exactly what that is. It's not a condemning terror. It is the the awesomeness of the being, the one who exists, like Yahweh. That that 
and it comes from Jesus <laughs> too. But like, you know, you can take it. It's like, so you want to like die. You feel like you're going to be consumed, but he's holding you all together. So you feel like you want to collapse, but you've never felt more alive. I, I can go, you, you've never felt more love. You've never felt more terrified in a clean way. You've never felt, uh, um, um, you know, more, more, uh, you, you, you've, you've never felt more. It's every opposite. It's surround sound. It's every opposite type of, it's the full spectrum of emotions in one encounter. Ooh, that I haven't said it like that before. That's good. So it, how, how can you feel more alive than you've ever felt and feel like you, you're gonna die at the same time. Could, could be just, incinerate how can you feel like that i oh man i couldn't have been more welcome so now let me get to this so he he treats you and in my encounter he was like a big brother i'm equal don't people are gonna people are gonna misunderstand what i'm gonna say but i'm i i want to do this because everyone's equal everyone's equal. Now we might have different assignments. We might have different authority. We might have different, but it's like, you would never feel like when you're with the apostles, they were there at the the table. I I don't want to talk about the spirits of just men made perfect. They were there. You would never feel less. You feel we're brothers. We're family. We're one. Let's just say, let's let's say the least of these, okay? Whatever they're having to, to do, you know, they're they don't even have a job and they're you know out in somewhere in another country, extreme poverty, just trying to survive day to day. If they were next to the apostle Paul, they would never feel less. Never. And if they were next to Jesus. They, I'm, I don't know how to describe it. They wouldn't feel less. He, 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 he treats you as they, so. The takeaway from that, we're not God's equals. The takeaway from that, if the Lord treats us that way, how much more should we treat one another wow. as equals, even though they're different or maybe they're different color, different, different race, different. They're just, we, we might think they act different. They're funny. They're weird. They're according to what it like, like, you see what I'm saying? Yes. Jesus. And, and that's why it's like, you know, you start you start at Hebrews chapter 12. And you can see this in Hebrews 2 as well. He says, I'm not, think about this. He's not ashamed to call us brothers. How many times have I done things? You know, we've all done things and we've been ashamed. But Jesus isn't ashamed of us. He calls us. He calls us brothers and sisters. He's not ashamed of us. So I hope you've enjoyed what you've been hearing from Stovall Weems and the encounter that he's had. Let me just clue you in. There's more to come. We won't have time to get into it all in one setting. It would just be so long. Like I said, we in the beginning, we had a two and a half hour interview And the things that he tells us are so powerful. You don't want to miss next week 
as he describes further the encounter that he had with with the Lord and how it, it has impacted him. God bless you. We hope to talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Faith Works Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to visit us at cornerstonegm.org for books, blogs, movies, and spiritual growth. You can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Lisa Henderson, and that's Lisa L-E-S-A, and at Ken Henderson, or you can follow our ministries at My Salt Life Church and at Cornerstone Global M. See you next week.